Today we have Jacqueline Ingram out of Jacksonville, Florida. In this episode, Jacqueline talks about how her experience in Thailand, as well as her time in other areas of the U.S., has helped her with her real estate business. Awesome. Jacqueline, thanks for hopping on the podcast. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Thanks for taking the time. Um, so I do it every, pretty much every podcast. And you have, we were just talking uh, before we started recording here, you have a pretty cool story. So let's just go ahead and introduce yourself. So Jacqueline Ingram, I'm um, a real estate advisor out of Jacksonville, Florida, the first coast with Engel and Volkers. Um, I've been in Jacksonville now for about a year. It's actually been a year now. Um, story posted on my little social media and I was like, wow, it's already been a year. Here we go. So um, yeah, I've lived abroad. I lived in Thailand for 10 years and Slovenia for two years. And like I was telling you, came to visit my family February 2020, and we all know what happened. So I actually got stuck in Oklahoma City. Um, I started my real estate company in Oklahoma City in 2021 at you know the peak crazy market. Gained tons of experience. Realized that Oklahoma City and being landlocked was not for me, and so moved back to Jacksonville, Florida. And here I am a year later. Wow. So what brought you, so we were, again, we were talking a little bit, but what brought you to Thailand? So Thailand is, it's always been a dream of mine, especially if you've seen the movie, The Beach from a long time ago with Leonardo DiCaprio in it, that movie, just the scenery, not like the actual story or Leo, but um, the actual scenery is just, it's some place that's just always amazed me. And it was just always a dream of mine to live on an island in the jungle, Southeast Asia with crystal clear blue waters, picking fruits from trees, eating fresh food, just living like in a completely different land than what I grew up in. Sure. And and then you made it happen. And um, so like, what's like one of the, like, what was like the biggest difference from being in America to Thailand? Um, it's crazy because I actually didn't have culture shock going to Thailand. I have culture shock on a daily basis being back in America, but I would say the biggest thing was just the way they live life. It's a slower pace. Everything is based around food. And that was my favorite thing. Like Thais love to eat. I love to eat. So it was just me and my girlfriends and me and my friends, we would surf, we would finish surfing, we would eat. We would go back and surf, we would come back and eat, and everything's so spicy and fresh. And I think that culture of just being around food and centered around food was my favorite thing. And, and, and it was a sharing culture. You didn't just have one meal for yourself. It was, you know, five to seven plates of different type of food, and you're all just eating everything together. Wow. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's cool. So what, mm-hmm. what drew you to real estate? I've always wanted to get in real estate. I was one of those kids that would drag their mom out on a Saturday and Sunday to go look at open houses. And I would, my mom actually brought it up that I would schedule showings without her knowing. And then just be like, you need to drive me to this house. And this poor realtor would come (laughs) with no intention to buy. I just wanted to see the house. My mom had no idea what was going on. And I will say, I do have karma from that. I do have some scenarios where I show a house or people come to an open house and I'm like, ah, that's my childhood karma from <laughs> dragging these poor realtors out to look at houses that, you know, we had no intention of buying. Yeah, it's coming back to you, right? 
Yeah, but I just, I love real estate and especially being abroad. Home is a very sacred place and it doesn't matter if you're here in America, it doesn't matter if you move out of state, out of the country. Home is like your sanctuary and I think helping people have that is a huge thing for me personally because I have lived in so many different places and I always make home home right. no matter where it is in the world, what type of structure it is. I mean, I've lived in very nice apartments in Ljubljana, Slovenia to a tree house and every place is super cozy and super warm and it's just that very home feeling yeah. that no matter where you are, you feel home. Sure. Now I want to go like to the start of you, I guess it would have been what? 2021, right? In Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. So uh, Oklahoma, City. Oklahoma city. Okay. Yeah. So did you have any contacts or any sphere of influence in Oklahoma city? No. None. No, I, I think I knew three people there from childhood. Um, but no, not at all. So I started my lead generation. My very first brokerage was like an eighties call center. I was, I had to be at the office. I had a database to call a pipeline to call. We would get leads. We were expected to jump on those leads. You were expected to read from your script, read a certain way. And your goal was to be on appointments by the end of the day. Oh, wow. You cold called from 8am until noon. You had a quick lunch and then you were on appointments. And that was what I was used to. Wow. And how long did you do that for? Um, I would say about six to seven months. Wow. And then I realized that was not for me. Yeah. Um, what? And I do like cold calling though, but I don't like it to be so structured. Yeah. And sense where I had to go to the office. I like to cold call from my house, especially we were in cubicles and I told myself I would never work in a cubicle. And then I found myself in a cubicle with headphones on and all this. And I was like, no, no, no. Like the headset. I don't mind calling. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't mind cold calling and I don't mind um, getting leads in, you know, a pay for lead way, but I want to be able to do it from home, not with somebody next to me, like screaming on the phone yeah. and I'm trying to concentrate. Sure. So, cause you try to build those relationships, even though you're cold calling, you, you don't want it to be so robotic. And that was the thing I always tried to do. And I had friends that would laugh because my accent will change based on who's on the other end. Really? And it was just, yeah, if they had a Southern accent, I would put on a Southern accent. There you go. If they, yeah, if they talked quickly, I talked quickly. If they talked slow, I talked slow. If they were loud, I was loud. If they were soft, I was soft. Interesting. Okay. So, so, so you learned to like, I'm, I'm sure that you developed a pretty thick skin, you know? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, not every call was, you know, a nice one. Sure. <laughs> Especially when you start at 8 o'clock on a Monday morning. No, you would get cussed out. You would get hung up on. And I actually had a thing when they would hang up on me. I would call them right back and be like, I'm sorry, I think we just got disconnected. <laughs> and I would just keep trying. I mean, I had no fear because I didn't know anyone. Right. So I wasn't scared I was going to see these people. I just, you know, was doing what I was told to do yeah. in a sense and try to make the best of it. Yeah. So at that point in time, were you doing any kind of social media or anything? Just that? I was a little bit, but... I got really into social media being abroad because everywhere I went was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to become a travel influencer and do all this stuff and stay in hotels for free. But then I realized it was taking away from me actually enjoying where I was. 
And so I actually boycotted social media for a couple of years mm. because, and I would just get on there to check up with friends and chat with family. Sure. And then I would post like an album on Facebook for my mom to see, to kind of see, you know, what I was doing. But I really, I have a love hate relationship with social media yeah. and I, yeah, I completely shut it off. So starting a social media again and being like, oh, I'm a teacher living abroad to now, oh, hi, I'm a realtor. <laughs> How may I help you? Yeah. You know, it was a very big jump. And so it does take a while to get people to see you in a different career, especially when you did go from living abroad. A lot of people had no idea I was even back in America because I, I completely shut off my social media. Yeah. And so they had no idea about it. Wow. So when did you, when did you make your way to Jacksonville? That's because you're in Jacksonville now, right? Yes. Okay. So I lived in Jacksonville before I went abroad. Um, I love it here. It's a great place. So after two years in Oklahoma and gaining 40 pounds because of lifestyle changes, you go from living on an island, surfing, swimming every day, um, to just riding in your car and eating fast food and steaks. Um, I came to visit some friends here. One of my really good friends, she's been a realtor here and I came to visit her and we were like, you know, I got to get back to Florida. I got to get back to the beach. Mm -hmm. I got to be able to surf every day. And for her and I to start a team together and, you know, really work together and build something amazing. Yeah. And so you went, to Jacksonville, but again, no really sphere of influence other than your friend, right? I had a couple of friends here still left, um, but I kind of got out of contact with a lot of people here. Just, you know, once you shut off social media and, and you're abroad, nobody can really contact you. Yeah. So there was very few, I would say like five people that I stayed in contact here. And two of those five people are on my team. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. When, so what, yeah. when did you start doing um, social media, you know, I guess taking it not, I guess taking it more seriously, right? Where you're more focused on like, hey, I'm a realtor now. Like, this is what I do. So to me, like I said, social media is a love-hate relationship. I always say that social media is modern day commercials. Mm -hmm. We don't, you know, nobody watches TV and everything. So it's basically a commercial. And I started realizing that nobody knew what I was doing and there was no way for people to learn or figure out what I was doing unless I was directly in front of them, which is really hard because I have friends all over the world. And just seeing that people were able to express themselves as a realtor and kind of set their own little you know, niche and who they are as a realtor and the type of realtor that they are and giving the education on real estate mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't know that. Um, and a lot of people, you know, being with Engel and Volkers, we have buyers from all over the world. We have houses all over the world and being able to just showcase that to my friends in Germany, my friends in Asia, and just showing like, oh, you can get this house here in Jacksonville, Florida, or you can you know, it's fall time. Let's go to, you know, the mountains and everything. And where do you want to see the leaves peak? Like I can show you those homes without even being there. Yeah. So just being able to get a wider audience of what is doing and not only with my sphere, but just connecting with other people as well. Yeah. In the industry and 
outside the industry. Yeah. Are the, what types of content do you usually post? Is it a lot of like educational or? So I kind of do a mix. Um, and I'm kind of, I was brainstorming last night, the direction I want to go for 2024. So right now I do a lot of house tours, what, you know, you can kind of see new listings and stuff and on the first coast and then educational ones as well. Also, you know, some, I want to start putting in some projects and stuff for people to do, you know, to be able to fall in love with their home again, not just about the buying and selling process, but also for a lot of people, I relocated here. I love exploring towns and cities like I'm a tourist. I love being a tourist. So just showing people what is Jacksonville? What is the first coast? What does this place have to offer? Yeah. Um, for people to want to come here because Jacksonville isn't really on the map yet, which is great for a realtor because, you know, it's like, Ooh, the opportunities here, especially now that the Jaguars are becoming a little bit more famous. So they're about to invest a lot of money into the downtown area. The beaches are progressing. You know, there's a lot of change and a lot of things going here. And a lot of people just don't know what Jacksonville is. It's not the most beautiful water with the white sand beaches but we have other things to offer you know yeah it's a great place so it's kind of cool because like you're kind of like meshing like your travel experience right Mm -hmm. and being all around the world and putting yourself in someone else's shoes if they're relocating to a jacksonville right yeah and it's almost like you're trying to sell the lifestyle of jacksonville Mm -hmm. right because and I say this all the time too, with like other agents I work with down in Florida, it's a, such a vastly different lifestyle than like I'm up in New York, right? Like right. it is completely different, <laughs> you know. You're outside all the time, right? Like all the time. <laughs> yeah, and we're outside like three months out of the year, right? You know, so like you have you get to sell like that lifestyle. Yeah, I mean that, and that's what's really cool about Jacksonville. It's it's not Miami, it's not Tampa. There's they keep this area residential. They don't want big hotels coming in. They want to keep it family oriented. A big thing here is beach cruising, getting on your cute little beach bicycle and going up and down First Street and Neptune and Atlantic Beach and going to the different restaurants, the different shops, the boutiques. But you see today I was leaving and I'm like, I just love seeing kids still being able to ride their bikes to school or walk to school. And you'll see the occasional kid he just got back from the water. He has his backpack on and a surfboard still on his bike, you know, yeah. trying to make it to school before that bell rings. Like they, it does keep that very family oriented residential without the explosion of commercial here. Yeah. And I, I, that's one of my favorite things that I really do like about here. Yeah. Now, is there like, um, you mentioned 2024. Did you have do you have some kind of goals for like what types of contents you want to content you want to produce to like further sell that lifestyle cuz like that's something like that that blows my mind like that a kid can just like go surf and like oh okay, it's yeah. time for school. You know what I mean? So like is, is there anything that you have coming up that like showcase that lifestyle? I do and it's I want to show so it's, I love food, like I said. Yeah, um, same-sies. Eating is a huge thing <laughs> for me. And the restaurant scene is getting better here. So I do want to highlight not just, you know, the known restaurants, but like little pocket restaurants that are, you know, owned by immigrants here who are owned, you know, 
international cuisine that's here. There's a lot of Caribbean food trucks randomly here. And on Friday and Saturday night, they have food trucks, food trucks spread out the whole city with lights, picnic tables, and it kind of gives you that Thailand Asian feel. And I want to go explore those. Um, and also places outside, like where can you get, if you live in Jacksonville, where can you get for a weekend getaway? Mm-hmm. You know, you can go to Tampa easily. There's a lot of things to do in Tampa. You could go to central Florida, be at the Springs seven hours away, which, you know, is kind of a drive, but you can be on the mountains in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a really good location. It's a great hub. So just promoting that a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, of course it's Florida. They have golf here. They have the water sports, the boating, but not everybody plays golf. Not everybody owns a boat. So what else can you do here? Sure. And, you know, we have St. Augustine just south of us. Like that's one of the biggest tourist destinations in America, international tourist destination. You go down there and you feel like you're in Europe. I love going down there during the holidays. You know, it's still warm. You might need a light jacket. Yeah. Um, but they have the Christmas lights. Every, you know, nobody's really speaking English and you kind of get in this international vibe, which is amazing. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, light light jacket for you guys, what, like 70s, yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was, I was walking my dog last night and it was 78 and I have like a thick hoodie on and pants and I, like, it's so cold I can't even imagine. But that's also what's cool here. We have like three weeks of winter. Yeah, like I love that. Yeah. Yeah, love that. Everyone's like right this week it's supposed to be like like low 80s. Like it's like yeah. probably 79 right now, something like that. And everyone's like, oh my God, oh, yeah. it's beautiful. <laughs> like. Oh yeah. We have a nice breeze. We have a northeastern coming in, so the water is getting a little bit chillier. Yeah. I think we'll need to wear a spring suit when I go out surfing tomorrow. Um, but we have a nice breeze kind of going on. So, you know, right now AC's off, windows are open, you're just letting that sea breeze come in. Yeah. And just enjoying it. So again, so. it's all that, that lifestyle things. Like it, yes. it's it's so different. Now, do you plan on doing anything like or maybe you have um, like more long form, like YouTube stuff, or is it all like short form, a lot of Instagram? No. Um, so the goal for 2024 with my team is to start dabbing into YouTube a little bit more. It's not something in my mind, I just want to jump into, I want to have a plan for it, um, and a schedule for everything. So we're able to execute it in the right way. Sure. And it's kind of one of those things that I think I do overthink. And instead of just jumping in, I'm way overthinking it and not getting started until I have the idea perfect way of how I want it to go. So we'll see. It might, I might just be like, all right, just jump in, screw the plans. Here we go. Let's figure this out along the way. See what works, what doesn't work. Um, I actually just now got on TikTok, which I was not wanting to do. And now (laughs) I'm on there. So, and that's just kind of an experiment. I don't even know which way I want that to go yet. Yeah. Um, so we'll kind of see. I'm kind of keeping some fun personal stuff on that or some random things that pop in my head mixed in with some real estate. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I was kind of the same way. Like done, you know, done's better than perfect kind of thing, you know, with this right. podcast. I had never done it before. I just started doing it in January, right? But I was like, oh. yeah, I'll figure it out as we go. You know, right. So there you go. You just kind of. That's what you have to do. You just have to jump into it, and if it works, and if you're feeling it, then keep doing it. Right. And if it's not working, at least people are viewing it, and then you just you realize, okay, this isn't working. I'm not really feeling the style. Yep. Let me try it this way. 
And I mean, you can kind of see when you go through people's pages, especially mine, you see how stale it was and then a little bit of excitement and this color scheme here, this layout here. And then you see a week, I just don't care. I'm posting everything, you know? Yep. Yeah. You just like start posting everything. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, it's like I don't care. Just get yeah. content, content. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of content, what types of content um, would you say performs the best for you? The house tours. I think people, and I think it's a very specific way you do the house tour. Mm-hmm. I used to do this little thing like, come on, follow me. And in the beginning, that was doing really good, really well. And then all of a sudden, it started getting less and less views. I don't know if I wasn't doing the music right or whatever. Um, and then I started speaking in them. Those started doing really well. And then I just started doing like flashes, like very quick videos. Those started doing really well. It's like everything will start doing really well. And then people have seen enough and then you can see it. And then you're like, okay, let me get creative and figure out a different way. Um, the education one, educational ones get saved the most. I will say and share the most. I don't know. You know, you can never tell if it's other realtors doing it or somebody who's actually finding this content useful for their future um, endeavors and real estate and everything. So it just, it kind of depends. I do notice personal ones, even if it's just a post of me with my dog, those do really well. They want to see your face and they want to hear you talking. And so I really try to mix Like right now, my feed is a house, like something to do with real estate, something like homes, educational, and about the location, about where I am. And so I always try to make whatever the educational or the location or personal one, I'm outside doing stuff. So it will be like a lot of nature. I'm a big nature lover. And so I really just try to tap into the people who... I had to get over. I'm not going to get everyone. Yeah. Um, and people connecting with you on different levels, you know, you got to figure out, you can't just, I can't connect with a mom of two because I'm not a mom of two, mm. but I can connect with, you know, a single woman who works really hard, who has a dog and who loves to travel. And I've had to realize I, you know, you kind of stick with your tribe at that point. Yeah. Like what actually do I like to do and the people I want to work with? Yeah. I think that like makes it for a better experience too, right? Like if you're working with the people you want to work with, you're going to be more like, I'd probably say probably motivated, more energetic and more, you know, willing. It's almost like you're working with a friend almost. Yes. You're not, you know, you're not getting a phone call and just being like, all right, Uh, let me go. Yeah. (laughs) With these people you are like, oh, yay, I get to see so-and-so today. This is going to be so much fun. Maybe we can go on a quick hike after the showings or grab a bite to eat at this little food truck, you know. Right. Go from there. Yeah. Do you, are you going to be planning on 2024 uh, doing a lot of like showing like surfing, you know, you out again? Like more life, more, I, more like I what you like to do. So it's really hard because everybody I know surfs, and so to get good footage, a I'm I mean I'm an okay surfer. I'm not professional. I try to just go out there and have fun and not die. Um, but to have somebody to try to catch a shot of me on a wave, mm-hmm. all my friends are in the water, and I don't just have a drone gotcha. flying over at all times it is the goal though is to get more shots of surfing um and more of lifestyle 
shots yeah. of doing things instead of me being kind of behind the camera or I am the queen of fine. If I don't have a tripod, finding where to put my phone to get a good picture because I've traveled alone for so long that it's, it's a fun uh, little game for me. Yeah. Like which is going to be the best and how can I get this to stay? Yeah. You're the, you're the, you're a pro at like getting it to balance the right way. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. No one breathe. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so let's, I mean, we've been talking a little bit about 2024. Um, do you plan on using a content calendar or using any scripting or? I do want to get into it. I think I get motivated on the spot. And so to plan things out, this is where I'm really bad. And one of my goals ending 2023, I want to kind of start working on to get ready for 2024 is having a content calendar, especially for those type of posts that you know are gonna come up. Mm -hmm. um, I think for certain other types, I think I do just have to be creative with it and kind of just be more spontaneous with those. Yep. But I think for overall, just the ones that you know are gonna come out same time every year or ones that you can kind of future paste, I definitely want to have those more automated. Sure. What are some of like the other challenges you have for, for next year, whether it's social media wise or business development? It's building. So we have, um, our team Jack's Lux group and it's just building that brand that's able to connect with others here, not only in Jacksonville, but on a larger scale and abroad that people see us and they are like, those are the girls I want to work with. That's the team I want. Because we always say, you know, you're not just getting one of us, you're getting all three of us. Yep. And we brought on a TC, which has been really helpful. And it's just, it's more just staying organized and getting that brand out there where people are, they think they want to buy or sell, no matter if it's here on the first coast or, or in China. I don't even care. Mm -hmm. But they think, I want to talk to them before I talk to anybody else. Who do they have in their pocket that they're going to know to be able to help me with my real estate goals, no matter where I am, no matter what language I speak. Yeah. Um, so I really want to promote us on a global scale. Yeah. Is that one of your top goals for next year is kind of that global? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And especially for me, because my sphere here is very small my sphere abroad is larger. So I want, I mean, I did have get my girlfriend from Germany call me, you know, and I have people all the time sending me Engel and Volker signs. They're like, oh, Engel and Volkers are here. And I'm just like, yay, okay, you guys are thinking of me more this way because these are people I've met abroad and yep. they saw me in a very different light. And especially being more dressed up and not just in a bikini and a sarong is also you know, a little bit, they're like, Ooh, like you look so professional now, blah, blah, blah. But just where, you know, my girlfriend in Germany, Hey, I'm thinking of selling my apartments. Do you know, have you ever talked to a agent here in Munich? Yeah, here we go. Wow. Let me send you their contact and just being able to have that reach and help that I just had, um, really random one of my girlfriends in Thailand, she's Thai, born and raised, and a college friend of mine who I don't really remember so much, but he came to visit Thailand. Long story short, they ended up getting married. They just moved here to Jacksonville. 
Oh, I haven't yeah. seen them quite yet, so I'm really excited. But I get my little piece of Thailand now here with me. Yeah. And they moved because of the video. They were like, this place looks really nice. The price points are really good compared to Florida. They were living up north. They didn't want to be cold anymore. So they moved their family down here. Yeah. And just being able to have people realize that it's Jacksonville isn't the rest of Florida. Yeah, our prices are going up, especially since 2015. It's skyrocketed, but it's still way less than Miami, Tampa, sure. and all the other places. Yeah, and like you mentioned too, it's not as commercialized, right? Like, right, and it's just great for families. They have really good school systems here and everything as well. Yeah, I mean that's that's I feel like got to be really rewarding for you to see that social media it does work. You know, you are top of mind when someone sees like you know the sign. Um, yeah, you know, and like what a perfect example of like social media social media making the world smaller kind of thing you know what i mean, I mean it is a great way to connect with people yeah. and i always say it's either a tool or it's a crutch if you're just sitting here mindlessly scrolling right. scrolling which totally guilty of it's a crutch like you could be doing things way more productive with your time sure but if you're using it for a tool and you're just using it for work like i try to okay I'm going to post this real phones away. Once I'm done, I don't get back on social media yeah. and you know, I'm not going to lie. I get on there to do something. Next thing I know I'm on Instagram, just doing this. I'm like, what am I doing? Yep. No. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where like you keep scrolling and then like two hours goes by and you don't even realize it. Right. You get right? sucked in shortest two hours of your life, but you're at an open house for three and it feels like the whole days are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So have you noticed like a, an increase in business from social media? Not quite as yet. I'm seeing more interaction on social media, especially now that I'm really getting back into it. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, it's, I'm getting that connectedness now. People are connecting, they're asking questions. I'm getting more um, th messages in my inbox and everything like this, more comments on my posts, more shares. Yep. And I think that's just the start. Yeah. And so once, you know, you have to, it's a building. And if people don't know you for this and you already don't have that name, it's an organic build and you have to just kind of keep posting. And then eventually people will people, girls on my team because they've lived here and they know everyone. Mm. I mean, we'll walk into a store and they'll go up to one of my teammates and they're like, Oh, I see your social media all the time. Cause they went to high school with them and they still have that, you know, yep. friends, you know, and everything like that. So, for me personally, I see it building and I see it becoming a strong tool. That's why I decided to focus more on that instead of generating paying for Zillow leads sure. or realtor.com leads. Um, but it's, it's one of those things you can't buy the leads. You can't buy the followers if you want it to be an actual organic, right. real tool for you to have in this business. Right. And especially with the paid stuff too, you know, once you stop paying for it, your leads that's done. That's it. You have yes. where, or where yeah. if you do it organically, it's evergreen. Like it's always going to be there. And, yes. And you mentioned something about how it's building, right? You know, you, do you do anything in terms of like nurturing the, the prospect when they come in, like a CRM that you use, or is there like a system you have? Yeah. To... So now, um, I have everything connected. We just finished up our website and for me, um, helping building the website. I'm already over it. So I'm ready for a revamp on it yep. because when you see something a every thousand, day, yep. you're like, 
right? I'm already, it's already old. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so just being able to connect everything to it now, which connects to our CRM mm -hmm. and just having our email marketing on top of all this. And we do have like a newsletter that shows, you know, events and stuff that's going on in the city and all of this links to our blog, everything links to our website. And so being able to utilize that a lot more is huge and it's going to be huge yeah. and it's just going to continue to grow and our database will continue to grow, which is going to be great. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing you want right now, especially knowing that you, that we talked about earlier, like that, not having that sphere of influence, you're building that through social media. Yeah. And you know, right now the market is a little bit different than it was when I started. Like I never had time to sit down mm -hmm. and really work on my business. I was constantly in it. Yep. So taking this time, trying not to stress out, oh my gosh, when am I going to get a closing? I'm like, all right, let's organize. So 2024 rolls in, everything is automated, whether they see a real, an email or just somehow click on our website, everything is completely automated and just flowing naturally. Right. Right. Allows you to work on the business rather than just mm -hmm. constantly being in it. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is where we're coming up at the end, right? And I, I mentioned this in the beginning. So there's three questions I ask everybody that comes on. And the first one is, what's one book or podcast you think everybody should either read or listen to who's looking to grow their business? So Crucial Conversations is a very huge book that I'm reading right now um, to it's just, it's a game changer because I love psychology and I love reading people and I love having conversations that get somewhere and being, especially back in America where you can have actual conversations and your conversations get deep, yep. whether it's a business level or per personal level, crucial conversations has helped me so much with dealing with uncomfortable situations in transactions hmm. and knowing exactly how to say it and also kind of future pacing on what they're going to say and being able to go on that and where you're just able to communicate everything crucially crucial crucial conversation is it like a red cover yes okay i'm looking at it right now um one of my friends actually he He's in med school and recommended it to me, and I was like, "Ooh, I already like the title. Let's go." For yeah, it. yeah, I like that. I, have to jo I just jotted that one down. All right, and what should everybody who's a real estate agent either stop doing or start doing? I think anyone who's a real estate agent needs to start being on every realtor side. Don't look at another realtor's competition. We're all a team. We are all a team. It doesn't matter what brokerage you're with. It doesn't matter what. Stop looking at each other as competition and start looking at each other as companions and teams. Um, and just going forward, have a better compassion for each other and just be nice to each other. Yeah. Because it is a tough business out there. And it is even harder when you have fellow realtors not being nice to you and just, you know, situations that you're like, none of this needs to, like, why are you being so mean? Yeah, why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not your competition. I'm here to help. And, you know, yeah. just 
build each other up. I think it's just, you know, it's kind of that old school sales mentality where everybody's hustle, hustle and competition, competition. And I don't, I've never looked at this business in this way. I love learning from other realtors. Most of my friends are realtors from other brokerages and I love brainstorming. I love seeing what they're doing and sure. never, no jealousy. Yeah. Yes. Like just all be friends. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's plenty of business to go around and you know, like I'm not a fit for everybody. Not everybody's a fit for me. And we said it earlier in the podcast where like you want to work with people that, you know, you want to work with and that you got to <laughs> click with. So yes, 100%. Um, all right. Last one. Where can everybody find you online? So Instagram, it's Jacqueline V. Ingram. I spell my name crazy, so there'll probably be a link on there. <laughs> and um, now I have my little, what is it? I don't even know what it is. It is Your Realtor Jackie on what's this? Uh, TikTok. <laughs> okay, TikTok, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep, and, that's, and then Facebook, just Jacqueline Ingram. And those are my three major resources right now that people can contact me on yeah perfect and find me yeah absolutely well, well i'll put that in the uh in the caption so everybody can kind of you'll get tagged in it so um i appreciate you hopping on the podcast and uh yeah, i mean it was great so yeah super nice meeting you yeah, you too thank you all right talk to you soon bye